Okay, I had two options. And that was I could go home and order McDonald's or I can record another podcast. Um, and I've chosen to go home and order McDonald's after I record the podcast. <laughs> oh, that was aggressive and not funny. So that's um, actually that's. Oh, my God. Let's read some reviews. Because I was like, what am I going to talk about? I'm just going to go in there and turn the thing on. <coughs> so I'm still sick. Can you tell? No. So there's a couple of things I wanted to do. I got my new phone. So I wanted to do some Siri stuff. Um, wow. How original. Um, and then oh, some tweets. Oh, tweet. I got a tweet from like, this ridiculously attractive guy. I want to read it out. And then I want to um, talk about it. Um, and... What was I, what did I just say that I was going to do? Oh, read reviews. Podcast reviews. Okay, let's go in here. No, that's the app store. Don't want the app store. I should, really should have prepared. I prepared the other two. I've got, I got Siri activated and I also looked through Twitter before I started. But then I thought, let's just read some reviews. Podcast, podcast, podcast. Sorry. Um, shit. Oh, I'm losing audience. Valuable audience time. All four people are slowly starting to tune out. Um, top charts. Definitely not in the top charts. I wish there was a button that was like lowest rating because mine would be at the top of that one. Um, search. Uh, what do I type? Christian Hull. Does that come up? Oh, spelt my name wrong. It's not embarrassing in the slightest. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Complete drivel. Uh, oh, Wow. Wow. I wonder why, why have I come up, oh, I've, oh, that's fine. <clears throat> no, a podcast about religion came up, but that's obviously, because it's Christian. Okay, let's read some reviews. Okay, wow, 24 ratings, all five stars. Damn it, I was hoping for a really bad review, because good reviews are boring. Ah, uh, uh, they're all really good reviews. Please leave a review. Don't you leave a bad one. I want, I don't want my reputation tarnished. So help me God if you give me a one-star review. Please don't, because it lowers my... Oh! Mm. Oh, I don't want to say give me a one-star review, because people will genuinely believe that it's shit. Well, it is shit, but, like, I want people to believe it's good shit. You can have a shit or a shit in glitter, and I want to be a shit in glitter. Um, so five stars. Um, but what I want, what I want you to do is... If you're listening on iTunes via the Apple, whatever, McDoobie worker, can you leave me a review and can you, oh, I don't know, what can you include in it? Can you like, oh, I want, I don't, I want something constructive. Put a review in and do put something nice and then something that I need to work on or something you would like to hear, like more guests, only ever had one guest or like just, just some constructive feedback. Like Christian. Stop talking about your penis or too much penis chatting this one. I'd appreciate if you talked a little bit more about vaginas and evened it up a little bit. Because we all know, I know lots about the vagin. Um, please leave a review and a rating. Do five stars and then be critical. Make sure you're five stars and then be critical in the comments. Because, um, subscribe. Uh, anyway, those reviews are boring. Okay, so uh, let's do Siri. Um, so I've never had Siri before, but you can talk to Siri and she talks back to you. Let me see. Hey, Siri, do you think I'm attractive? I really couldn't say. Oh. Anyway. 
Just have a guess. I'm not sure I understand. Oh. This is turning out to be really boring. Um, why is my face red and blotchy? Interesting question, Christian. Oh, thank you. Are you going to answer it? Are you going to answer it? I can't answer that. Uh, do you like that I have a Siri voice? Like, I'll talk normally to you, but but for Siri, I talk like this. I over-enunciate my words. Um, Siri, do you find me fun? I'm sorry, Christian. Oh. I'm afraid I can't answer that. Siri, you're fucking useless. Oh, just exclamation. This is boring. Siri, do you like penis or vagina? Str- I don't understand. Siri, do you like penis or vagina? But I could search the web for it. I thought this would be so much funner than it actually is. Um, Siri, call me Ishmael. From now on, I'll call you Ishmael. Oh, no. Okay, okay I'll keep calling you Christian. Um, what about... Siri, call me... Ooh, that feels good, Christian. From now on, I'll call you. Oh, that feels good, Christian. <laughs> okay. Yes, please. Yes. Okay. Oh, that feels good, Christian. <laughs> Siri, what's my name? You're Christian, but you ask me to call you. Oh, that feels good, Christian. Oh. It's a little less sexual. I hope this is as boring as it is for me. This is so boring. Siri, can you do something fun? Sure, just ask. I'm recording a podcast right now. Do you have anything to say to the listeners? You don't have any podcasts matching have anything to say to the listeners. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you, you I can't say that. There's no need to swear at me. <gasps> Did you hear that? She said, don't swear at me. I'm just, I just had to go back and edit that beep in there. That was very rude and inappropriate of me, but I was hoping um, that Siri would take up like 15 minutes of this podcast, but she's so boring. Ugh! I'm bored. I'm already bored of Siri and I'm bored of this. Let me go to my Twitter thing. So this guy messaged me. Um, Message me on Twitter at Christian Hull messages him, me. What? He said, should I say his name? Um, Let me just look at his photo. Oh, he's really attractive. Let me just make sure he's of age. Well, you never know these days. We had a work experience girl come in. I was like, oh, what are you studying at university? She's like, I'm in year 10. I was like, what? You're in year 10? You look like you're about 25. There's definitely been people on Grindr. I'm like, oh, what? so what do you do for work? Oh, I'm a high school student. And delete. Um, What is he putting? Okay. Now, I don't know. I don't think. Oh, he's a YouTube channel. He's a singer-songwriter. Right. And I don't think he's of the gay persuasion. Like, I I would say he doesn't look it. And that's being stereotypical. But gay people have a look. They look gay because they're gay. He doesn't. Oh, he's a singer. Oh, no. He just said that. Oh. Let's have a listen. His name is Alex Doyle. He's quite attractive. He looks like a white drake. Let me just skip through this. 
Okay, it's been filmed on the phone and the audio isn't great, but he's a pretty decent singer. Ooh. Oh, he's good. All right, 10 stars for singing, 10 stars for looks. Um, Because that's how I judge it. Can you sing? Great. Can you look good? Yep, you can. Shut off. Um, What did he message me? Oh, notifications. Alex Jesse Doyle. Is this at Alex? J-E-S-S-I-E-D-O-Y-L-E. Um, he's, who said this? What, what did I tweet? I was like, oh, damn it. Oh. oh. I was talking about, I don't know what I said, something about a hot person. And then it was like, Christian, is he cute? Maybe Trish has some chat up advice. I was like, Trish has tried several times, but no luck. Oh. And then he goes, I think Trish is just the most beautiful girl in the world. I'm sure she's beating men off with a stick. Well, she's beating men off. She's trying to beat men off, but she's not, uh, not really having any luck. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, I am, like, secretly Trish. So uh, what are you doing tomorrow? Come and serenade me. That's literally all I do. I go on Snapchat. I'm like, okay, who's keen? <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. Um, I don't. I do more than that. But mostly that. Um, oh, going through Twitter. Okay, that's literally all I've got planned for the podcast. And I'm only... Am I only three minutes in or am I... No, I'm six, seven, nine minutes, apparently. God, only halfway. I'm just going to hit stop and find a question so it's not like 60 seconds of silence with me going through Twitter. And stop. Uh, okay, first of all, I got a tweet from Betsy Music. Oh, my God. I love her so much. She sounds like sure mixed with... um Just sure. She just sounds a lot like sure. It's got a really deep voice. It's really amazing. Um, also, oh, I did a podcast that I deleted and it was talking about the flight I had. I had the world's worst flight. Now, if you haven't seen the Facebook Live, um, you can go and watch it. It's more detailed. It's like 15 minutes long. But look, in a nutshell, I got on a flight in Melbourne to go to Sydney and it was, it started off all right. And then basically what happened was I got on the flight and I had a window seat. I selected right at the back window seat, which is what I always go to. It's where I feel safe for some weird reason. I know it's the bumpiest part of the plane, but I feel so much safer in the back of the plane. So I uh, window seat and I put my bags away and I'm like, oh, I get to my row and there's someone actually sitting in my seat. And I was like, oh, hi, I'm 29A. Oh, it's been a mix-up. It's like, oh, I'm 29B, but I don't want to sit there. Sorry? <laughs> you don't want to sit in your assigned seat? Well, you need to, you little piece of human turd. He was about 15. I don't like that seat. I want to sit here. Don't make me move. Holy Jesus Christ. I've never been more instantly just like my blood went from 37 degrees to 100 degrees instantly. And I was like filled with rage. I was like, it's okay. The flight is like an hour. I'll be all right. It's got an email. Have you heard that? Uh, I'll be fine. I'll just sit in the middle seat and just boil up inside. So I let him sit in the window seat, the little piece of human dick. So angry. And then I was like, well, when you sit in an aisle or a 
window seat, you give the middle person both the armrests. You only allowed one armrest. You've gotten the window seat, you only get the armrest. Okay, you got the arse seat, you got plenty of room to just squish over the side. Me being a fatty bumbalata, I had to sit in between Mr. Lanky Arms, whose arm, they both took the armrest, mind you. So I had no, I couldn't put my arms by my side because by my side was where the armrests were because I just fit in the seat. So I've got my arms sitting there and I'm like, they're in front of me, like squished. I look like, if you put your arms in front of you, it's like T-Rex arms. I'm like, where am I going to put them? And this hurts. This is an uncomfortable position. Anyway, old dickhead uh, went to grab his boost juice that he brought on the plane. And as soon as he took his hand off the armrest, I just was like, there. I'm like, Zhoosh! I've got this armrest and I'm not letting go. I don't care. So I held onto it for, for life. This was like, I was clutching at it for life. You're not getting it. <coughs> There's that cough again. It's malaria. And no, it's not. It's not funny. It's just a cough. Um, if you want to hook up, I'm not sick. That's a fake cough. It's always about sex. It's always about sex. Why? I don't know. I think I have a problem. I don't think I do, but people tell me I do. So anyway, I had the armrest and he tried to like get the armrest back by like putting pressure on my hand. I'm like, no, you took my seat, you asshole. You were 100% not getting any of this armrest. I was adamant. And then lanky arms had the armrest, but his elbow was so like pointy and sharp and it was sticking into my side. I was like, oh, please, please, sir, move. And it was really uncomfortable. Like, we, we were still boarding at this stage. Then old Boosty McSeat Stealer decided to finish his boost juice. But it's like, you know, like the slipping. I was like, okay, are you done? And it, for a good 60 seconds, I'm like, I think the boost is finished. Oh my God. I just wanted to like just punch him. I've never wanted to punch someone more. Hang on a minute. I'm lying. You wait till I talk about the next girl who I wanted to punch and murder. Like physically, if... I would have assaulted her had I had a weapon. So I get over the fact that this guy's taken my seat. Um, Little arrogant piece of horse shit um, uh, whose parents should be ashamed because his family was up the front. There were a couple of seats ahead because he was yelling at them because he was a really nice, arrogant little horse shit of a human. Um, Okay, so we're taxiing to the runway. And we're going along. Everyone's sitting down, seatbelt signs on. Everyone's been told to sit, put the seatbelts on, and we're about to take off. So the engines start to sort of start up. Now, as the engines start up, a woman to my right in the in the three seats sort of next to me, um, and a couple, of se- a couple of rows ahead and next to me, so I could just sort of look over and there she was. She stood up. I'm like, oh, excuse me? The engines have started to roar. We're obviously about to take off right now. Sit down, you stupid moron. So she undoes her seatbelt and she stands up. Are you fucking kidding me with this bullshit? This is the most dangerous time to be standing. I would say even more dangerous than the incredible turbulence we're about to experience because if you haven't looked outside, you stupid dumb woman, it's black and windy AF. Forgot to mention there was a massive storm. So I knew there was going to be bad turbulence. So I was already on edge. And I was like, you're standing up. Then she then she did something even worse. She opened the overhead locker. Seriously, woman, you're opening the overhead compartment whilst you're about to take off into turbulence. Could you be more dumb? And she was probably in her mid-40s. But I want to say mid-50s because I hate her and I want to age her by 10 years. So she stands up. She's rummaging in her bag. 
with the overhead compartment open. The plane sort of is, is, is not yet moving, but the engines have fired up and we're about to take off. And the cabin crew lady, bless her soul, I don't know how they cope with passengers. Excuse me, ma'am, you're going to have to sit down immediately. Please sit down. We're about to take off. Ma'am, sit down. And she was like, I'm just, oh, fine. So she sits down, forgetting to close the overhead compartment. Oh, my God. Like, it was at this stage I wanted, I just wanted to cry with sheer frustration about how dumb some people are. She's so dumb. Right, as she sits down, she says to the, the stewardess, I just need a pen. Oh, you can't fucking wait 20 seconds to get a goddamn pen, you stupid moron, you moron, 53-year-old, angry, poo, stupid, soaked in pus. I hate you. Like, I've never physically hated someone more. If she had a heart attack and died, I would have just gone, you deserve that, you deserve that, you stupid woman. Like, how dumb can you be? Of course I don't wish her to have a heart attack. She's probably got a family. And I, I feel bad for the family. Not for her. If she died, I wouldn't feel bad for her. I'd clap. But I'd feel horrible for the family. I, like, I physically hated her. I've never physically hated someone more. And I, I don't hate people. But I hated her. Because she was dumb. And she also endangered my life. Because if... Uh, the bags... Uh, the bags would have flown open. And flown out. And hit and killed people. They, they 100% would have. Let me keep going with my story. And you'll agree. Anyway, so she sits down, does a seatbelt. And I'm staring like, excuse me, are you that stupid that you're going to leave the overhead compartment open during takeoff into a turbulent storm? No one said anything. And I was like, are you going to close that? Because I was so terrified because the bags were literally open above my head. And she was like, Ugh, what? So she does a seatbelt off, obviously. I hope oh. she stands up, not breaking any eye contact with me. And looks me dead in the eye and slams the compartment closed and sits down. Now, I didn't say thank you because she should have closed it in the first place. The stupid moron. I can't, I just, I can't tell you how frustrated I am right now. So she slams the overhead compartment, puts a seatbelt on. And I was like, thank you. No, actually I wasn't. In my head I was like, good, you stupid moron. I'm so fr- Can you tell I'm really frustrated? So the plane goes to take off. And as we take off, like we, we lift off the ground and it wasn't too bad. I thought instantly we would have been shut to the side because it was so windy outside. We entered via the tarmac and as I was getting on the plane, it was just like a tornado, which is terrifying. So we're taking off. It's really smooth. And I'm like, oh, thank God. We'll be okay. Everything will be fine. It's not going to be any turbulence. It's just like, oh, it's an illusion. Uh, literally 25 seconds later, as the plane sort of ascends into the clouds, I have never experienced a more bumpy, turbulent ride in my life. Now, back in 2004, five, five, six, 2006, 2006, I'm going to say 2005, 2005, four, five, no, 2006. Ooh, why am I debating this? No one cares what year it was. Uh, I, I was on a plane to America and we had turbulence right as we got served food. I was at the back again, worst place to be in turbulence. And the turbulence was so bad, the trays of food shot up and hit the roof of the plane. And then the, the pilot said, this is, oh God, this is what, you definitely don't want to hear this on the plane. Ding. Can the crew please take their seats? I was like, no, no, the crew cannot sit down. No, if the crew is sitting down, it's obviously very dangerous. And no, the crew can't sit down. If the crew aren't sitting down, it's not dangerous. Don't sit down. And the turbulence was so bad. <clears throat> well, like we were screaming. The whole plane was screaming. And that's how bad the turbulence was. 
This was similar, but worse. It wasn't as long. The turbulence going to America was about, I want to say, oh, no, it was like, they were both long. I want to say the turbulence in America was like an hour. Like it was so severe at the start, but any slight bumps were make you on edge. So it was about an hour of like a little bit of a bumpy ride. And then flash forward to the one hour trip to Brisbane, oh no, to Sydney, and um, seven minutes. And this turbulence was just as, it was probably more severe. You could hear the plane creaking, you could see the plane bending. Like, like it wasn't just up and down turbulence. Like the left side of the plane would drop, so you'd angle a bit, which is so terrifying. And as we go up, that's what happened. The left side of the plane dropped, we angled, and it was so sharp. Had that woman not closed that overhead compartment, all those bags would have come out and they would have really hurt someone. You stupid, dumb woman. Stupid woman. Don't do that. Anyway, so seven minutes because I was, I was recording the audio for the podcast, but it's just, I can't be bothered going through it. It's too much effort. And it's, it's literally, you can't hear anything other than, and then me going, oh God, oh my God, and breathing heavily. Probably would be funny. Can't be asked looking for those moments. So anyway, the audio is about 11 minutes long and it's seven minutes of turbulence. And the kid sitting next to me was freaking out. I was freaking out. The guy next to me was asleep. I thought he was dead. Who could sleep through this shit? We're in a tin can that's one millimeter thin, 40 billion feet in the air, bouncing up and down like we're on a trampoline. And he's just having a leisurely nap. I wish I could do that. He's probably so drunk and on pills, which is how I'm going to fly from now on. Anyway, I was terrified. I wasn't in my seat. This had happened to the woman. We were bumping up and down. And I was at this stage just laughing because it was the worst, the single worst flight I'd ever been on ever. And nothing, nothing could make it worse. But I was wrong. One thing could make it worse. Now, this wasn't quite as severe, but in front of me was a very lovey-dovey couple. Oh, there's a little gap in the seat. You know how there's a little gap between the seats? And they were kissing and making out like there's no tomorrow. Like it was literally like this was the last flight and they needed to really just mack on with each other because they would never see each other again. And the noises. So first of all, you'd hear the from the plane, followed by ah, ah, from people screaming because the turbulence is so bad, followed by this. The couple making out. Oh my God. And my, my frustration and fear was just so immense that it, it went full circle and I just laughed. I was laughing, but it was like a maniacal <laughs> laugh. And I was just so terrified, scared, frustrated that I was laughing. But I have to fly a lot for work and I'm not a good flyer. And like all those things combined, at least I know that the, the next worst flight would be, one, if an engine caught fire, and then worse than that is if we actually crashed. And I will only fly Qantas or Virgin, mainly Virgin because it's a bit cheaper, because they've never crashed and I feel safer in a Virgin plane than I do in a Jetstar plane. Although the staff and Jetstar, the men, oh, this is, well, I don't really, the, all the women are great everywhere, but the men in particular on Jetstar flights, that's that's creepy. I think I'll end it here. Oh, I filled my allotted time of twenty minutes. Thanks for listening. Thank thank you for listening. Uh, travel down the world back again. And stop. <laughs>